Last weekend, a few people gave me a rather puzzled look when I said that we're not doomed to be hardened paths or rocky ground or soil choked with thorns because the Father's love is always giving us the grace to choose to become rich soil. And I suggested last weekend that if we examined our lives, we would most likely discover that we had been different kinds of soil at different moments of our lives. But the critical question we each have to ask is, what kind of soil do I want to be? It really is our choice. Today's gospel reading is a continuation of last week's teaching. Now recall, Jesus was with his disciples. There was such a large crowd that Jesus got into a what? All you who heard the gospel last weekend or read it, a boat. There was such a large crowd, Jesus got into a boat. Now whenever we hear that Jesus and his disciples were in a boat, what is the first image that should pop into our heads? The church, thank you. And once in the boat, what did Jesus do? Sat down. Meaning he was going to teach. Teachers sat. Students stood. He then began the parable, the story of a man who went out to sow seed, haphazardly scattering it all over the place on all kinds of soil, a hardened path, rocky ground, soil choked with thorns and rich soil, demonstrating that this is the scandalously lavish dispersal of God's transforming grace. And then Jesus finished the parable saying, whoever has ears ought to hear. And we learned that from Jesus' perspective, which is always the perspective of his father, the world wants us to be trapped into one category or another. But in Jesus' church, we are constantly being graced to make those choices that will transform us into rich soil. We have to remember the world tolerates everything. It forgives nothing. The Father does not tolerate everything. But he does forgive everything. Always looking beyond our sins, our failures, to the potential that he's planted within each of us. And in today's parable of the wheat and the weeds, Jesus teaches an even more shocking truth. He tells us that grace can actually change one species into another species, meaning wheat can become weeds and weeds can become wheat. In other words, a sinner can become a saint, but a saint can become a sinner. That one who was beyond salvation could be among the saved. And one who was among the saved could end up in hell. Now keep in mind that as Jesus taught this parable, he had living proof standing in the boat. Take Matthew, for example. Matt, what was Matthew's profession? A tax collector. 
branded by his people for all time as a notorious and utterly unredeemable sinner with no possible hope for salvation. Now he's a disciple. A weed became wheat. And Jesus also had Judas Iscariot in the boat who would ultimately betray him. Wheat became a weed. Jesus' bold assertion of wheat becoming weeds and weeds becoming wheat must have baffled that ancient audience. And And it baffles many people who call themselves Christians today. Now Jesus said the sower sowed only good seed. Jesus' Father sows only life-giving grace, a participation in his divine life. An enemy, however, came and sowed weeds throughout the wheat while people were sleeping. The enemy is the devil. Now notice that Jesus said the enemy came, in some translations that I prefer, at night when people were sleeping. Night does not necessarily mean physical darkness, but the darkness of our fallen nature's resistance to grace, making us so susceptible to the temptation that we have some kind of inherent right to be a god. And we can become gods if only we will disobey God. Using our free will to settle for such darkness to obtain what is utterly impossible carries a horrible price. One must abandon hope, and without hope, one gradually loses one's humanity. What was once wheat, the fruit of God's generous grace, becomes, through free will, a weed. St. Augustine, back in the 4th century, was one of the first of the ancient church fathers to offer reflection on this mystery. He wrote, See which of the two we will be at harvest time. The field is the world and the church is spread throughout the world. Let the one who is wheat persevere until the harvest. Let those who are weeds be changed into wheat. But in the Lord's field, which is the church, At times what was grain turns into weeds, and at times what were weeds turn into grain. And no one knows what they will be tomorrow. Jesus then wove an interesting element into the parable. He says that the servants of the householder came and told him, you know, there are weeds, where do they come from? And then they said to him, do you want us to pull them up? He replied, no. If you pull up the weeds, you might uproot the wheat along with them. Let them grow together until harvest. And then at harvest, I will say to the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles for burning, but gather the wheat into my barn. Now, why are we not supposed to remove the weeds? After all, they suck the life out of the wheat, right? They intertwine with the wheat, choke the wheat. Well, there's a simple reason the weeds are not to be pulled until the day of judgment. Until that day comes, and may it be today, there is always the hope that the weeds will open themselves to grace and become wheat. The time for harvest will come, says Jesus. 
There is just so much time humanity has left. Each moment of life, each decision we are graced to make carries within it an infinite weight. At the moment the harvest takes place, time shall come to an abrupt halt. Judgment will be unleashed, and there is no possibility of conversion of heart or repentance. In that moment, every human being is the sum total of his or her lifetime of choices to be wheat and be saved or to be weeds and be burned. 